You are now listening to The Forefront Radio, where we discuss history, the Bible, the history of the Israelites, science, and other matters. Bring it out. The history of the blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans as it relates to the Bible. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? These answers and more can be seen and heard as you listen to The Forefront Radio. Regret 
When the lights come down, got an empty crown. It's hard to live in a world where there's so many traitors, so much backstabbers, so much liars, so much thieves, so much crooks. It's like everybody hard turned cold. They be traitors in last days, heady, high-minded slaves. Pride, Judas, Iscariots, carry them to their graves. It's scary how they behave, snakes smile in my face. Sit, eat at my table, break hearts, diamonds and spades. Club them over they face, door dashing is not the way. Uber eating, no favors, they traitors, betray the braves. Chief captains and kings, sin lurking up in their cages. Lusting for silly women, laden up with their sins. Lord help me, I'm in Those devils wanna win Betraying the sons of God No flawed, these niggas dead Zombies, they twice dead Bury they spirit men Never purging, they evil They not right within Satan gives them a grin No Grinch, Christmas a sin With covetous eyes, they bow Before the presence of greed Living just like the Greeks Alexander and Steve These hoes making a steed Cardi B and they weaves Judas cousins, they Judas cousins, Judas cousins, they damn traitors, Judas cousins, they Judas cousins, Judas cousins. Never trust a hater, never trust a hater, never trust a hater, never trust your haters. Never trust a hater, never trust a hater, never trust a hater, cause they try to play you. Never trust a hater, never trust a hater Never trust a hater cause they try to play it Never trust a hater, never trust a hater Hey, there's no also That in the last days, perilous times shall come For men shall be lovers of their own selves Covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous Disobedience to parents, unthankful, unholy Without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despised of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of Elohim, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and led captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come into the knowledge of the truth. Judas cousins, they Judas cousins, Judas cousins, they damn traitors, Judas cousins, they Judas cousins, Judas cousins. Cousins, they Judas cousins, Judas cousins, they damn traitors, Judas cousins, they Judas cousins, Judas cousins.
to the children of promise. Afiel Levi here. Just wanted to touch on a few things that uh, came to my mind. Wanted to talk to you all about the importance of fatherhood, the importance of fatherhood. Um, too many times we diminish the importance of having strong fathers in the household, strong fathers in our community, strong men that are able to guide our people into greatness. And I want to touch on that briefly and share a few thoughts. Um, before I begin, like I normally say, I'm not a pastor, I'm not a preacher, I'm not none of that stuff. I just like to read. So I'm sharing this information in the hopes that we can elevate ourselves to a higher, higher state of being, enhance ourselves in mind, body, and spirit. So peace and blessings to you all. Check this out. I'm going to look at uh, real quick Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 1, it says this. Hear ye, children, the instruction of a father, and attend unto understanding. Um, so, I want to prove to you that in society, especially in the so-called black community, the first thing that they did to destroy us was attack our fathers. During the time of uh, Christ, they wanted to kill all the babies because these babies would eventually end up being strong fathers and leaders for the community. During the time of Egypt, they killed all the males. Why? Because they had an agenda to kill all the potential for leaders. 
during the time of COINTELPRO, during the Black Panther Party. The then head of the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, said the greatest threat to the national security of Babylon is Negro unity. Where would that uh, unity come from? The fathers, the men. From 1973 all the way to now, over 19 million babies killed in abortions. There was a known agenda by people like, of the likes of Margaret Sanger that called black people weeds that needed to be exterminated. Why is this information important? We have to understand the need and desire to promote black men. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to downgrade our sisters. Y'all are doing a uh, disservice, though, when you don't understand the importance of fathers. Fathers are very, very important. Even when you pray, when you open your mouth to pray to talk to the creator of all things, what do you normally say? Our Father. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I don't see nobody saying our mother. Hmm. I don't. I don't see nobody saying our grandmother. Hmm. I don't see nobody saying auntie. Hmm. -mm. Our father, who art in heaven. What is the purpose of a father? What is the purpose of a father? What do most of us learn from fathers? Because we just read in the scriptures to receive instruction from a father. When you read in verse 2 of Proverbs 4, it says, I give you good doctrine, forsake not my law. The purpose of men is to provide law, instruction, order, discipline, wisdom, guidance, integrity, faith, support, strength, and many other things that we fail to realize are very important for the household of the so-called black community. I saw a video uh, where this uh, young man finally saw his father. And I don't know if it was from years or months or I don't know how long it was, but the young man and his siblings came to his father and his father came and hugged him and he was in so much tears I love seeing that video so much of just seeing a father hug his kids that it brought tears to my eyes you know it brought tears to my eyes because fathers are very important especially for our community fathers are important because fathers bring forth the unity that we deserve the strength that we deserve. Fathers are the ones that teach us how to drive a car. Fathers are the ones that teach us how to hunt. Shalom, Flora, good to see you, sister. Fathers are the ones that teach us how to sustain ourselves as men. Fathers are the ones that tell us to hold our head up high and carry ourselves and love who we are and embrace our manhood. Fathers are the one that guide us in holiness and righteousness and following the law, statutes, and commandments of 
the creator of all things. Now, I saw the video and it brought me to tears because I think about my own experience and I think about other uh, experiences of men in the diaspora and especially here in Babylon the Great where we are prevented due to circumstances from being the fathers that we desire to be. Society has done so much wickedness to prevent us from being fathers that when you look at the public school systems, how many people are, um, how many people do you see there that are teaching that are black men, so-called black men? Is, is the influence of black men not needed? Or is there an agenda to prevent us from developing strong men as leaders in our community? I can say it's the latter because we can see the fruits of the drug industry and how the war on drugs perpetuated, perpetuated, Shalom Ziggy, good to see you bro. The war on drugs perpetuated the destruction of black men. How so? Keeping them from being employed, keeping them from gaining successful insight on how to develop themselves as men, keeping their minds bogged down, where now they're turning to drugs for a solution instead of turning to the Most High Creator for a solution. The war on drugs was the war on so-called minorities. The war on drugs started and what they did was they went to war with so-called minorities, but primarily the men. To incarcerate the men for either drug use or drug sales, right? Prior to the 70s and 60s, the so-called African-American men and families, whether they're Jamaican, Haitian, Bahamian, immigrants coming from uh, Africa, you know, they all were working together. They all worked together to develop communities, to develop families, to develop businesses. They were growing and thriving. And when drugs infiltrated the communities, what ended up happening is these men now had to overcome these things, but they were diminished from being successful because they didn't have uh, 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 the understanding of a divine connection to the creator and resisting the wiles of the enemy. Because clearly in the scriptures, it talks about the importance of staying sober. Be sober-minded. Be sober because your adversary, the devil, like a roaring lion, like a roaring lion, is going and seeking whom he may devour. That's plain in the scriptures, right? So we have to understand the importance of fathers. After the 1960s, the 70s, and the 80s, and the 90s came into play, and they push drugs into the communities. Think about this for a second. Do black people own airplanes? No. So how do the drugs come in from overseas and get into the black communities? The various drug paraphernalia that are used in these stores, a majority of them 
are run by people that are outside our people. For example, you have many uh, people of the Arab persuasion that own stores, Chinese that own stores, so-called Caucasians that own stores, and these uh, liquor stores and these uh, uh, little bodegas have little cigarette stands and smoking stands and alcohol stands right in the community to push that on the people. And the primary, the primary people that is targeting are black boys, black teens, black adolescents, black men. That's who they target. Hey, my friend, my friend, do you want this swishy sweet? Do you want a swishy sweet? You get this swishy sweet for $50. Why the hell would I go and defile myself with a cigarette? Why the hell would I defile myself with black and mouse? Why the hell would I defile myself with backwoods and chop it up and use it to input marijuana in it to smoke and destroy my life while you my friend my friend are getting rich you're putting your kids through college you're putting your kids in universities while we're pulling the hood on a bicycle you pulling in on a phantom or a bugatti or a benz or a beamer in our neighborhoods there is an importance for black men to stand strong and teach the young men to be sober minded. Why are fathers important? Fathers will teach you many things that you can do to be responsible. Fathers will teach you how to work with your hands. Fathers will teach you how to be a man, take care of your family, take care of your kids, take care of your wife, to not chase skirts, a father will teach you the importance of integrity, the importance of standing up for what's right. A father will guide you as a daughter to not throw your little body all over the place for men to touch you, to cover yourself up. If that's not true, show me, show me, if that's not true, give me some facts. Show me strong women in the uh, industry right now that are showing women to cover up their bodies and not be a, a, a woman scantily clad. I'll wait. Because it doesn't exist. It is not there. Do you see the prominent women right now telling their young women not to shake their ass in the club? No. Do you see Kamala Harris doing that? No. She's the VP for so-called black people, right? They voted her in. I damn sure ain't vote nobody in because I don't vote. I don't believe in that crap. But you don't see them doing that at all. So fathers are very important because a father will help counter the conspiracy to destroy us as a people. A f uh, amazing father will keep us on the right path to teach us not to deal drugs, to teach us that our aspirations should be higher than wanting to be a basketball player or a football player or a baseball player or a rapper. A father will tell us that we need to, to have goals and aspirations and uh, uh, achieve success by standing firm on your integrity and never giving up.
So I have a book called Countering the Conspiracy to Destroy Black Men. And I wanted to touch on a few things in this book that I noticed. Very important information. Um, this author writes of a basic passage program. And in this basic passage program, he teaches about the importance of black men guiding young black men into success. And we're going to read what he uh, covers. And I'm going to touch on it a little bit. African and uh, African American history. Develop a family tree. Develop a family tree. Why is this the first point that he makes on here to develop a family tree? Because we as a nation of people don't know our history. We don't know our, our identity. We don't know who we come from or where we come from or who our ancestors worshiped as God. The gods we worship in today's society are idols, wood and stone. The wood represents Christianity, which is uh, a Caucasian misinterpretation of the scriptures, an Edomite perversion of the scriptures. When you read in the scriptures, it teaches clearly from Moses to Solomon to even Jesus Christ that they were all black people. I don't use the term people of color because that'll confuse you. You think people of color, that could mean Chinese. I'm going to tell you straight, black people in the Bible. You even read in the Garden of Eden that there was rivers and the rivers flowed to uh, all the way from Mesopotamia into Ethiopia. You hear places like Ethiopia, Egypt, Libya, mentioned all throughout the Bible. But yet, the wood of the cross deceives and blinds. The wood of modern religion deceived us because they don't look to the image of Christ as being a dark-skinned man, but as a light of persuasion, and they worship him as God. They worship him as the creator, when in reality, that's not true. When you read the Bible, it teaches the opposite. Everything this society pushes, the Bible says the opposite of. They are anti-Christ and anti-Bible, just facts. When you look at the other religion, Islam, that's the religion of stone. They worship the Kaaba stone. The purpose of the father is to guide us back into the importance and development of a family tree of who our ancestors were and what they worshiped. It wasn't Christianity. It wasn't Islam. When you look up the term Allah, Allah is another form of Baal. Baal is Allah. Baalah. Ba'Allah is Ba'alzebub. Ba'alzebub is where we get Beelzebub. Beelzebub is the devil. They got you worshiping Ba'al and you don't even know it. 
The modern term Baal means ball. The modern term Baal means ball. What do I mean by that? A skier is someone that skis, right? A skier, they're in the practice of skiing. They're a skier. Words have meaning. A runner is a person that practices running. A baller is a person that practices ball. Hmm. So they worship ballers. They worship balls. What kind of ball? Basketball. They want to be an NBA player. Football. They want to be an NFL player. Baseball. They want to play baseball and follow after those things. But think about it for a second. What's associated with these sports? Idolatry. Partying. Worshipping. Celebrations. Millions of people pack in these stands and pack into these stadiums to worship. They sing, they dance, they have parades, they give praise and exaltation to Baal. Why do you think sports is so prevalent in America? You think sports is of God? Do you really think sports is of God? And if we had strong men that did research, they would know the difference. We worship wood and stone. The ball represents that circular stone. We worship wood and stone. And our forefathers, this is why history is important, our forefathers never worshiped those things. Never worshiped those things. The witchcraft in society is real. Is real. Because they have decided to deceive us on such a high level that we don't realize that balls above Allah or Baala is Satan. Is Satan. We idolize, we idolize these men that are propped up by society because of their skill set and they practice Baal and every one worships Baal. Everyone worships them. Everyone worships them. So why is genealogy important? Why is genealogy important? Because the first solution is finding out who you are. Who were you prior to slavery? Who were you prior to colonization? There is a vast importance of knowing who your ancestors are. A scripture just popped into my head. Let me get it real quick because I wasn't going to go into all this uh, stuff with the Bible, but I'm going to have to because that's the main source of where we can get a lot of truth. Let's go to Job 8 and 8. Job 8 and 8. It says, For inquire, I pray thee, of the former age, and prepare thyself to the search of their fathers. Fathers are important. When you pray, you say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There is a kingdom 
There is no such thing as a queendom. There's a kingdom, which means there's a king, which means there's a man. And society has destroyed us as men where we don't realize that the kingdom is in you. The kingdom of heaven is in you. You have to stand up as a man. You have to counter the conspiracy of society. How? By searching out your forefathers. Who were we? Were we meant to be drug dealers? Were we meant to be thieves and crooks and thugs and demons and goblins? Were we meant to be a menace to society? Were we meant to drink gin and juice in the hood? Were we meant to be systematically oppressed and put in prison populations? Were we meant to be enslaved and degraded and disrespected by the other nations and our own women? Or are you, according to Exodus 19 and 6, a kingdom of kings and priests? You are the kingdom of heaven. You are the kingdom of heaven. But in order to restore ourselves back into our rightful places, royalty, we have to look up our ancestors. Moses, David, Christ, Solomon, Elijah. We have to look into these things and research our fathers. So one of the solutions that he found in this book, he stated, develop a family tree. Number two, design the timeline from uh, 4 million years BC through 2000 AD. Indicate special events from African-American experience on the timeline. Read lessons from history, such as A Celebration of Blackness, The Autobiography of Malcolm X, Man-Child in the Promised Land, Native Son, Kafir Boy, Abdul in the Designer Tennis Shoes, and Makes Me Wanna Holla. Use raps, plays, and debates. Incorporate African and African-American leaders in the material. So that's one aspect. Reading history. Looking up African and African-American history. Reading uh, books like The Hebrewisms of West Africa. From Babylon to Timbuktu by Rudolf R. Windsor. Search out the history. Uh, uh, watch documentaries such as Hidden Colors. Watch documentaries like The Twelve Tribes Breakdown. Watch different ways where you can learn and grow your history. History is important. Because if you don't know where you're coming from, you're not going to know where you're going. And this is why we have the important and need for fathers. Fathers are important because fathers are the scribes that document the history. Fathers are the men, the historians that keep, bring forth the information that will benefit us as a people. Fathers are the ones that teach and educate. Don't go this way, go this way. This is how you drive a car. This is how you ride a motorcycle. This is how you ride a bicycle. This is how you throw, uh, 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 this is how you, uh, uh, uh. what are some other examples of things father do? There's so many aspects of what fathers do that it is vital and needed in our society. Here's another example of things that we as men need to focus on to better our sons, to better our, our young men, okay? and. From an economic standpoint, develop a family budget, 
Learn to read the stock pages, okay? Learn how to invest. This is very important because when I was a child, my parents never knew about investing. They were, they were uh, immigrants that came to the, uh, the Americas and they didn't understand the importance of investments and saving and, and things of that nature. So now we as men have to learn these things and teach these things to our children. A wise man, a wise man will build an inheritance for his children's children. A wise man will teach his sons the importance of having property and ownership as opposed to renting. You can't go throughout your life just renting and renting and renting and renting and then when you get old you have nothing to put your kids in, nothing to put your wife in, nothing. What if you die? What's going to happen to your children? What's going to happen to your wife? What if the financial resources that you have to protect and provide are no longer available? What if you lose your job? It's easier if you lose your job with a mortgage to keep the house within a month or two, still obtain a job and have that home, as opposed to if you live in a rental property and you lose your job in two to three weeks, they're knocking on the door ready to kick you out. You understand? Fathers are important because they will teach those differences. Righteous fathers that know and understand the, the meaning of these biblical truths, like a wise man will build an inheritance for his children's children. That's a proverb that so many men don't even understand, that a wise man understands the importance of building for future generations. That's why it's important that we have fathers. So if we uh, create an example where a stock uh, mutual fund was purchased and monitored over a period of time, right? These are things that we should teach our kids. Uh, the next point, observe, analyze, and write about the types of businesses and business activities in African-American communities. Hmm, that's very important. We have to teach our children, our young men, the importance of entrepreneurship. Not from a covetous standpoint. I ain't Boyce uh, Watkins now. Not knocking them because I understand the importance of economics and everything, but economics without righteousness is nothing. Because the scripture says, wisdom is a defense and money is a defense, but the excellency of wisdom is that it will help you and guide you through the process. So if you have righteous wisdom from the scriptures that you obtain from a good father that's showing you the difference between chasing after money and building up real wealth, being an entrepreneur, a business owner, instead of going to the grocery store all the time, why don't you invest in a, uh, a market or a farm? Get a couple of brothers together, put two, three, four thousand dollars together, get you some land have uh, somebody work in the land and invest in that person working in the land every month so they could cultivate crops. And guess what? Those crops in turn can turn into produce. That produce could turn into a grocery store. That grocery store could turn into a food shop. That food shop could turn into a restaurant. That restaurant can produce more for the people. And then you'll end up having a plaza that plaza will end up bringing in more businesses. You understand what I'm saying? A wise man builds an inheritance for his children's children. Key word, wise man.
wise man. There's a vast importance for fathers. We have to be at the forefront of teaching our young men to be men. We can't allow the women to do it no more. They have done a piss poor job. We have fallen back like a lion crouching and now we have to stand firm. We have to stand true and we have to stand with conviction to take care of our responsibility and teach our young men. We have to do it. It is our righteous obligation. What's another point? Make a product or provide a service and sell it to the larger community. For example, t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, memorabilia, develop a business plan, uh, have a goal in mind. Okay, son, do you want to be a doctor? Okay, well, let's set up a business plan of how we're going to have you as a doctor, but not only just a doctor working in a hospital, but a doctor owning your own clinic, having your own business, having your own establishment, so you can be able to carry on your legacy to your children and teach them to be adoptive as well. Oh, you want to be a lawyer? Okay. Well, let's uh, teach you how to have your own law firm and teach your sons to perpetuate that business going forward. The thing about it that we don't realize is when we establish ourselves to stop having a job mindset and have a career mindset. The fathers of our society will show us and guide us to say, look, look at what our forefathers did. Our forefathers had stable businesses and they taught their sons their craft and their sons carried the craft on to the next generation. Even Jesus was a carpenter. Where do you think he learned that from? He learned that from Joseph. Joseph was the wise father to teach Jesus himself, Shalom, Jacob, good to see you, to teach Jesus how to work with his hands. Joseph was that father that taught him how to take a hammer and nails and build. Joseph was the one that guided and directed him to have an importance and love for his people. Joseph was the one that showed him the importance of having love for the creator of all things. That's why when he was 12 years old, he went into the temple and he was going in there and doing his thing. And he was so filled with the spirit that he said, don't you know, I got to be about my father's business. Don't you know, I got to be about my father's business. That's why it's important for us as men to carry ourselves with dignity righteousness, respect, authority, and and be the father that we are meant to be. We are a father to the fatherless. We are a father to the widow. We are a father to those that are downtrodden and oppressed. We must be that righteous example to guide our people back to the creative of all things. And one of those aspects is economics. We have to keep our kids away from that mindset of just over broke. Oh, you just want a job? No, I don't want a job. I want a business. I want to entrepreneur myself. I want to sell products. I want to be able to provide services. And I, in turn, when I become successful, Shalom, Jay, good to see you. I can, in turn, give that to my children. That's why there is an importance for fathers, especially in the so-called black community. 
We are the ones that need to stand strong and teach our men how to run businesses, how to be successful in what they do. Even Jesus' father taught him that. He was a carpenter. You understand? So develop a business plan. This is very important because we want to make sure that we guide our kids in the right way that we should, that they should be. Here's another example. Family responsibilities. It says, require that parents design a list of chores and sign the sheet, confirming that the boy has complete, completed these responsibilities. Provide classes on sex education, teaching the difference between making a baby and taking care of a baby. This is important because we as fathers have to teach our young men not to be a skirt chaser, not to be a whoremonger. You get the one woman that you need, deal with her, raise a family, be, be uh, uh, successful in bringing forth your generations into the next uh, line. Our young men have to be taught this. Our young men have to be taught the difference between just making a baby and taking care of a baby. Okay, you have a woman. What are the responsibilities of having a woman? There comes children. There comes diapers. There comes having a savings for food. There comes clothing. There comes shelter. All these attributes a father is responsible over. A father was responsible because it is your kingdom. The kingdom is within you. You have to care for your kingdom and not allow yourself to be degraded and downtrodden nor discouraged. Be of good courage, men. Stand firm. Be that father that you were meant to be, that righteous man that you were meant to be by the creator of all things. Here's another point. It says, provide opportunities for boys to be involved in cooking, ironing, sewing, and washing dishes. This can be done in an in-house session or at a campsite. Create an opportunity for boys to babysit infants and toddlers. Teach the boys carpentry and plumbing. So why is this important? My father, you know, um, may the most high be with him, um, pray for him because he's currently not feeling well. My father told me, you have to always have a skill set. Always have a skill set. Always have a trade. Because at the end of the day, you can have a million degrees, but if you don't have something that you can use to work with your hands, it's not going to matter a damn thing. There's people with college degrees that's sitting right now homeless. I'm not saying obtaining a degree is not important because it's good to have knowledge. But if you don't have a trade to work with your hands, when you can't find a job with that degree you have, you'll be able to fall back on that trade skill that you have. Carpentry, plumbing, electrician, um, uh, 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 entrepreneurship, being a business owner, owning a store. These different things are aspects that fathers instill in their children. We have to encourage our young men to not just look for a job per se, but gain a skill set that you'll be able to learn and grow and say, hey, son, that skill set that you're learning, teach that to your sons and your son's going to teach that to their sons. You know, I'll give an example. Um, you have what's called a smith, right? A smith is a goldsmith, right? The goldsmith is taught how to operate gold, how to manipulate it into making it into something great. When I read the Bible and I look at my ancestors in the Bible, they were at a high state 
we right now in a society, we literally on a, on a dunghill. We're on a shit stain, for lack of a better term, because our forefathers were masons and carpenters and uh, 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 kings and priests and laborers and farmers and shepherds, and they had access to great knowledge and wisdom. King Solomon, his utensils were gold. His spoon, bruh. His spoons were gold. We have really fallen as a race. We have to secure ourselves as fathers to a better state. The door panels coming into our temple was pure gold. Gold was so relevant. We were so stately and held in high honor that silver was considered the same as stone. You imagine people have silver spoons in their mouth all the time and they say this is compared to pebbles and rocks and stone. That's how royal we are as a people that that when you walked into the throne room of king solomon our ancestor the throne room before you walked to where he sat down there were 12 gold statues 12 gold statues of lions fierce ferocious lions that's why we are lying of the tribe of Judah, lying of the tribe of Levi, lying of the tribe of Benjamin, lying of the tribe of Issachar. We are all lions of the Most High. We are fierce warriors. We come from a nation of kings and priests, warriors, shepherds, farmers. We can restore ourselves back to greatness if we understand the importance of fathers. A father can teach his son how to care for his future son. A father can tell a son, make sure every time that you get your paycheck, if you work in a job, before that baby is born, every two weeks you better be buying diapers. From zero to one to two to three, keep buying diapers every pay period so when that baby is born, you won't be in a shitty situation literally. A man will instruct them in the right way they should go. That's why the scripture says, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. Who you think is responsible for it? The women? Are women? You could look at society right now and see the results of us being locked up in jail or, or not involved with our households and see the fruits of that. You can see how the women are running things. Outlandish young men that are running around robbing people. Outlandish young men that are taking guns in the middle of the street in New York and shooting at little kids. Kids have to duck and dodge bullets because obviously there's not a man in the household to raise up the young man to say, you're not supposed to be shooting at your, your brother or your sister. You're a god. You're a king. You're a priest. Christ looked like you. You are royalty. That's the responsibility of a man. I'm not going to put it on the woman. That is our responsibility as men to stand strong and guide our household. So career development. Here's another point. Have the youth provide five occupations for each letter of the alphabet. Okay. For example, the letter A. What can we think of? We can think of an architect. We could think of an artist, right? And other examples. 
B, you could think of a, a bookkeep, right? C, a carpenter. D, a doctor. Okay, these are examples of different uh, 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 career options that we need to train our kids in the mindset of to get into. So that way they can develop themselves and not say, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be a rapper. I'm sorry, what? Do you know that's like a one in million chance out of 35 that you'll be a successful rapper? Like, are you serious? Do you, do you not have a backup plan? Oh, I want to be a, I want to be a basketball player like LeBron James. Are you serious? You you want to bounce a ball up and down and throw it in a hole for the rest of your life? What if you bust your knee? What if you have an ACL tear? What if you twist your ankle and break it and you're injured? What are you going to do then? We have to inspire our young men to be righteous and have a thought process outside of what society pushes on us. This is real talk. Like it said in Job chapter 8 and 8, we have to search out our forefathers. What did our forefathers used to do? What did King David used to do as his career? What did King Solomon do? Their job was a king. They were a king. They were in rulership, which tells me that we as a race of people are meant to be in positions of leadership. We're not meant to be in positions of, of uh, uh, squalor. We're not supposed to be drug dealers. We're not supposed to be pimps and, and whoremongers. That's disgusting. That's beneath us as a people. That's beneath you as a man. So the importance of fathers is we're going to guide our men back into that priestly state of mind, into that royal state of mind, to be in a position of leadership. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not involved in politics whatsoever. But while we're here dwelling in Babylon, we need men that are, are community developers, that have the uh, logistical training to understand city planning and um, different things of that nature, to build infrastructure for us. You think the society that we're in right now was ever established without us? We built this. I was almost about to swear, but I was, I'm, I'm a whole back for swearing. We built this thing. We built this thing. So you telling me we can't run it too? We can. That's why fathers are important to teach our kids entrepreneurship development as well as career development and building a future for the next generation. All right. What's another point that's here? It says for career development, invite guest speakers to talk about their careers. Get prominent black men in our community, so-called black men. Get prominent Hispanic men. Get prominent Native Indian men to come and talk to kids and inspire them to do something different with their lives. There is a conspiracy to destroy black boys, and we as fathers must stand up against it. We as fathers must stand up and, and really teach and guide our people back into the way that they should go. Train up a child in a way they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. This is very important, very vital. Under career development, it says, provide tutorial services and award ceremonies, glorifying academic achievement. So right now we have what's called music videos, right? 
where rappers, musicians are running around flaunting money, flaunting scantily clad women, and we're supposed to think that's something. We're supposed to think that's something. What about if we took music and inspired tutorial services, academic ceremonies, where we engaged our young men and said, here are the benefits of having wisdom. Here are the benefits of learning. Here are the benefits of having a brain. The benefits of, the benefits of wisdom is that you'll have something to bring forth to your next generation. Your kids could learn what you learned and they in turn can be successful. So why are children failing in our public schools? We need black men to stand up and be focused on their children's education. Don't leave it to our women. Don't leave it to our women. Don't leave it to our women. It's important for us as men to have a care for our daughters, our sons, and teach them the right path that they should go. So under career development, it says provide tutorial services, award ceremonies, glorifying academic achievement. I prefer my son to learn how to play the violin than learning how to play basketball. I prefer my son learning how to play a, a piano than learning how to play football. I prefer my son having a tutor to come teach him how to do math and to calculate and to create a budget and to learn how to save and to work stocks and investments and bonds. I want him to understand how to become a person that generates wealth and is not greedy or covetous for money, but uses it as a tool because he has the wisdom to understand the difference. I want to be able to ensure that my kid feels rewarded for the academic achievements that he is attaining and showing him that there's a key to greatness, that knowledge is power. The more you know, the more you grow. The more you know, the more you can establish for yourself for the future. Under spirituality, which is very important, I should have put this as number one. Teach boys three components of prayer. Number one, thanksgiving. Be thankful, be grateful. Number two, forgiveness of sin. Forgiveness of sin. Learn how to forgive yourself for your problems and to forgive others for your problems. And not only forgive, but have the strength to overcome. A scripture just popped into my mind. I wanted to make sure I share it before it goes away. It's in Proverbs 28. Proverbs 28 verse 13 it says this he that covers his sins shall not prosper but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy so if we cover up our sins of what we did wrong we're not going to be prosperous if we continue and perpetuate the evils of our ancestors we're not going to be prosperous but if we confess seek forgiveness and seek to forsake our mistakes and do better each and every day, we will be prosperous. As a nation of people, we will be prosperous. So number one, thanksgiving. Number two, forgiveness. Number three, requests and positions, petitions. 
Now that we have asked for forgiveness, now that we thank the Most High for gratefulness, now we have to make our requests known unto Him. Most High, I'm dealing with this. Most High, deliver me from this. Most High, I pray that you help me. Protect me. Protect my family. Protect my children. Guide me in the way that I should go. That way I make the right decisions. Help me to teach my sons the right thing to do. That's very important. We also have to do these things. Spa. Study the scriptures. Pray. And apply. Study what we learned from the scriptures of our ancestors, our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Jesus Christ, Moses. How did they conduct themselves as men? How did King Solomon conduct himself as a man? And learn from their mistakes. For example, King Solomon had over a thousand wives, right? 300 that were regular wives, uh, 700 that were concubines. What was his mistake? Was it having many women? No. His mistake was choosing women of other nations, choosing women of other nations and incorporating their evils into our society. He sinned and committed whoredom by bringing strange women into the land, marrying Egyptians, marrying Edomites, marrying Canaanites, marrying outside of his, his people and incorporating the idolatrous customs of the other nations. We, in turn, have done that here in America. We've incorporated and created ourselves into chocolate-covered Europeans. We celebrate their traditions. We celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Easter. We celebrate Thanksgiving Day. We celebrate their ways. And if our forefathers would have told us, yo, Moses wasn't celebrating no damn Easter. What are you talking about? Jesus wasn't celebrating Christmas? Wait, show me December 25th in the Bible. It ain't there. So the importance of fathers and knowing who we are and the importance of spirituality is gaining the insight and understanding that our ancestors wanted to do greater. Our ancestors studied who we were. They prayed and they applied what they learned. So spiritual development for our young men is very important. That's the first thing. That's the first step. When our children have an understanding of our culture, our own spirituality, they will in turn respect one another. If I see you as the son of God, I'm not going to rob you. If I see you and understand that Christ is a black man, I'm not going to take your woman and, and cheat. If I understand and love you from brother to brother, love your neighbor as, your, as yourself, right? How come love your neighbor as yourself? always applies to everybody else but it doesn't apply to us when we deal with each other how come love your neighbor as yourself applies to the Chinese the European the Arab but when it comes to us we don't treat each other with honor we don't treat each other with dignity we don't respect one another we're robbing for you from each other we're lying to each other we're stealing from one another we're fornicating with men's wives. We're doing stupid foolishness. Shalom, Pierre, good to see you. We're doing stupid foolishness. But the importance of fathers, strong fathers, saying, men, be men. Being a man is not having multiple women. Being a man is not smoking, drinking, gambling, uh, wasting your life in foolishness. 
Being a man is not doing these things. Being a man is a man that stands up on integrity, on the law, statutes, and commandments of the creator of all things. That's being a man. That's why we need fathers. Fathers will help us to, wise fathers, let me make sure I say that right. Wise fathers will help us to train, to train our young men into the importance of integrity and conduct moral value because we are a nation of kings and priests i'm gonna keep saying it you are the greatest thing ever on this earth there's nobody stronger than you there's nobody smarter than you there's nobody that runs faster than you there's nobody that can develop and adapt more than you i'll give you a perfect example i used to work for uh i used to work at a military hospital and I used to hear different stories of how uh, military men, servicemen, would end up killing themselves because they didn't have a career option that they wanted or they didn't get their promotion that they wanted. Um, they ain't look like us. They ain't look like this. They look kind of like this, if you know what I mean. They would kill themselves because they weren't able to attain the goal that they wanted. During coronavirus, they don't report the masses of people that have committed suicide because of corona. They have not reported that, but I can assure you that a majority of them don't like this. Don't look like this here. Don't look like this here. You understand? Because we as men, so-called black men, we are able to adapt. We know what it is to not have a job. So we just do what we got to do to survive. So now what I want to do is elevate your mindset to be above the status of just wanting to survive to the status of. I am going to get myself to a position where I have something for my descendants to a thousand generations. And the first step is understanding who we are. You're not black. You're not colored. You are the, the, the chosen people of God Almighty. You are the descendants of kings and priests. And the importance of fathers is that a father will teach you that. A father that is understanding, full of wisdom, will teach you that, that importance. Here's another point. Community involvement. What do we have to do to counter the conspiracy that's destroying black men? We make sure our kids, our men, are involved in our community. What do I mean by that? Have boys participate in community activities. Have boys participate in cleanups. Have boys participate in walkathons. Have boys participate in various aspects of cleaning up our hood, cleaning up our society. Imagine if you go to a hood where it's all broken down and you take a, a bunch of young men and you say, you know what? We're going to turn this crack house into an a, 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 a office. We're going to kick out all these drug dealers that's here and get them out of here. All these bases that's in here, we're going to kick them out and we're going to paint up the walls, sweep up the floors. We're going to uh, patch up these windows. We're going to fix the tiles on the floor. And everybody that's in here that's dealing drugs or smoking drugs, they're going to get the hell out. That's what's going to happen. And you get these young men to do that block by block, block by block, block by block, until the whole entire neighborhood is restored. Why don't they go and take that drug dealer to the other, other side? You understand? Or get to the point where we stand firm and we're not going to fall back on anything. 
You understand? That's why fathers are important because if we get our boys involved with the community, respecting and honoring what they got, then we can we can rebuild and revitalize our communities where it doesn't look like a rundown heap. What else can we do for community involvement? We can require a minimum number of hours to be volunteered in community organizations. There's so many different charitable uh, 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 community organizations that are out there that we as men need to encourage our young men and our boys to participate in these things. You understand what I'm saying? We have to encourage them because we want our children to understand the importance of community. What else can we do? Spend time with those that are homeless and, and uh, spend time in food distribution centers. Help these people get back on their feet. Here's, a, here's an example found in, in Deuteronomy. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. All right, Deuteronomy 15, verse 7. This is not a suggestion. This is a commandment. If there be among you a poor man, one of thy brethren within any of thy gates in thy land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not harden thy heart, nor shut thy hand from thy brother, but thou shalt open thy hand wide unto him, and shalt surely lend him sufficient for his need in that which he wanteth. Beware that there be not a thought of thy wicked heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of release is at hand, and thy eye be evil against thy poor brother, and thou givest him not. And he cry unto the Lord against thee, and it be sin unto thee. Thou shalt surely give him, and thine heart shall not be grieved when thou givest unto him, because that because that for this thing the Lord thy God shall bless thee in all thy works and in all that thou puttest thine hand unto. There's never going to be an end of us having poverty. But the solution to poverty is loving your neighbor as yourself, teaching your young men the importance of reaching out to the homeless, feeding the poor, getting them back on their feet so we can restore ourselves as men. As men. If you see a brother that's downtrodden, one of the greatest acts you could do is restore him to his rightful place. What's another aspect? Physical development. Include the basic tenets of physical development. Sit-ups, push-ups, running. Uh, create uh, uh, events for our young men to train. Martial arts, self-defense, training, drill services. Okay, Teach health and nutrition. You can't have your kids under your woman and your woman is trying to give them McDonald's all damn day. If that woman does that, argue her down until she changes her mind. Stop feeding our kids McDonald's. Stop feeding our kids junk food. If you're not going to give them home-cooked meals, I'll take care of them. Give me my kid and I'll make sure that he's eating fruits and vegetables and, and, and 
and stewed vegetables and grapes and bananas and all these different things. Encourage physical development and training because a healthy child is a healthy mind. A healthy mind is a healthy body that's strong and firm and will last longer. Imagine we're able to keep our kids from childhood obesity, keep our kids from mental hangups. You wondering why these kids run around crazy? You're feeding them damn McDonald's. That's why there's the importance of fathers, because fathers will have an understanding of physical development and training. Women ain't going up doing sit-ups and push-ups with their kids. Women are not training their kids in martial arts. Women are not training their kids in self-defense and battle techniques. We are a nation of warriors. We are a nation of warriors. We can't allow ourselves to, to continue to perpetuate what society is pushing on our children, to make them weak, to make them effeminate, to make them girly boys. We as men have to be men and teach our kids. I'd rather my son know how to box and fight than know how to do a damn tea party and playing with dolls and, and iPad and watching and sitting on his ass all day. When I was a kid, our favorite pastime was literally doing kung fu and boxing and punching and, and, and like playing in the room and body slamming people on the bed and wrestling and doing kung fu and you know what I'm saying? Like, we warriors. That's innate in us. I didn't grow up sitting playing with dolls and iPad and on my phone all day texting and watching Barney and all that crap. Our entertainment was, bruh, you stand still. You better not cry. 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 That was, that was the way we had fun. That's how we had fun as kids. But nowadays, people get offended over a word. These kids nowadays will get into an argument and go and shoot each other in the streets over words. There's no resiliency. There's no fortitude. There's no strength. It's all weakness. That's why we need fathers. That's why we need fathers. The importance of a father is to train a child in mental development, in physical strength, in combat skills, to be that warrior that he's meant to be. What are other aspects that we can teach our children? The importance of unity. Teach the principle of operational unity as a whole. Teach our children the importance of self-determination. We can't use the we we should not use the word can't. We should never use the word can't. Self-determination is never let a child say, I can't do it. What you mean you can't do it? Oh, daddy, I got B's. I got C's. I got D's. I got F's in my, in my class. What you, what you mean you got an F? A's, B's are better. We don't see no D's or get the F out of here. A's <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> A's, B's are better. We don't see no D's or get the F out of here. You understand? Train up the child in a way that they should go. Have them have self-determination where they're not going to do nothing less than perfection. Nothing. Listen to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is biblical. What I'm saying is biblical. Even Jesus Christ himself said, 
Be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Be holy. When I look at my life in retrospect, gratitude for his grace, yeah, I'm grateful that he ain't took me yet, gave me a chance to make it right, I gotta make it right, Romans 8 verse 29, predestinated book of life, just trying to keep my name sealed, I feel the end coming, I let my pen bleed through the page to feel the pain numbing, info type of Israelite, and three trials of faith, but it's only two options, life or death, know which one should I take, countdown, to the king come, usher in the kingdom, Jerusalem, the land of liberty, let freedom ring some, some of all fears to feel like these trials taking me, I'm rooted in the truth, I tell the devil ain't no vacancy Accept the things that you can't change Change the things that you can't accept With them to know the difference And play my cards to my last breath Blood in my veins Play the hand I was given I'm blessed to be in that number Feet of Jacob God's children God Change your mind Gave up my life for this change. mission Now this repentance got us Change your life Yeah My pen pushing, yeah, strapped in, started a trend, the world looking, world looking. I'm fast tracking, so I gotta keep it booking, when it catch wind, magic begins, the chef cooking, I'm stirring up the pot, I had to come with different flavors, slide this butter on your biscuit, give you something you can favor, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, put salt inside the recipe, commandments on tables, now it's bringing out the best in me. Still amazing how far I came when I look back. My heritage written scripture. I'm fighting to take my book back. Kwame Asharala, awake the righteousness. That's the calling. Sin and sin, no difference is no matter what you call it. The sentence is the death penalty. Hear the reaper calling. Keep the commandments and live and pray to keep from falling. Can't fall back on this foolery. Ain't no saving time. The Lord is consistent. The devil knows for changing time. Time to change your mind. Reclaim your heritage. Your heritage. You laying down with that woman. You gotta marry fit. Returning to our righteousness to rebuild our community. I wanna. See my people rule them building blocks of unity And never run from the challenges that we facing That's why I live by the book looking deep while I'm staying basic Yeah, you know this wicked society play semantics They push the devil's agenda, no wonder my people are frantic Change your life Gave up my life for this mission, now this repentance got us Change your life Yeah
yeah, we've been stressed out No more daddies around, mama's left out Got the college funds and the checks out We've been shaking together, we've been pressed down So stressed out, yeah, we so stressed out He got daddy around, he been left out And he's on drugs, he's so stressed out Trying to find a way out, but he's stressed out So stressed out She got two kids and a daddy gone He on child support, he can never do right He feel left out, grab that coat, grab that weed when he's So he bails out, there's no home for Tyrone in the jailhouse He just cleaves to the streets when he relapse And she owned a marijuana when she need that So stressed out, got no daddies around, mama's left out, got the college funds and the checks out. We've been shaking together, we've been pressed down. Friends too, baby in his shoes, nowhere to go. What you gonna do? Stressed out, wearing me out, gray clouds, can smile, easy now, take it easy now. One says she pops pills, that's the easy route You still gon' have problems when you calm down And so much disbelief when your Spirit is low, I'm losing control Nobody is around to grab a hold Stressed out, tearing me down Can't walk away, baby needs me now Thank you for listening to the Forefront Radio. We now have a cash app. The link is in the description of the page here on anchor.fm, also on Spotify. We appreciate you listening in. We do have a few features that we are including now. We are selling a few products such as watches, perfumes, colognes, and other uh, products will be available for our Israelite community, as well as the general community of the population. We have a Facebook page. 
page. Just type in the Forefront Media and you'll be able to get updates of uh, various shows that we drop when they do drop. Um, Please do share this show if you like the show and we do hope that you do love this show and uh, tune in for more uh, episodes once we have them available. Thank you for listening to The Forefront. I'm your host, Afiel Levi Israel.